0: been frigidly cold and snowing in cleveland but the winter meetings start next week and the stove is already hot if signing jaime Berea doesn't warm up your car seats i don't know what will
1: you are locked on guardians your daily podcast on the cleveland guardians part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Hello everyone. And welcome to the show. We're going to see how many times I have to mute. let we, we need a little uh, thing in the corner here, but I'm not going to waste any more time. Uh, we're going to dive into it. we got so much to talk about. No preamble. Justin, Jeff, I want to thank you for making Lockdown Guardians your first listen today and every day, wherever you get podcasts. Remind you to go subscribe on a random computer that you find uh, as we are 76 away. Just, just open any computer. Just go around. I, I might just tomorrow at school offer extra credit to all of my students who go in and do that. Maybe that's, maybe that's the trick. Just um, uh, is, That might be uh, not very uh, ethical, though. But uh, hey. YouTube one, one, doesn't care. One does what one does. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's the, the, I mean, compared to what some people think teachers are doing, I think that's, that's not that. This is, um, this is fair. But uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Jaime Bria, I do want to say one thing with this before we get into the player. I Wasn't it, it was about this time two years ago-ish, maybe three years ago-ish with Santos, who was even less heralded, had less experience, but was kind of in the same window of a minor league contract. Um, so it is kind of funny to go look at Bria where he's got a 5.5 career war on baseball reference and a 1.4 on fan showing just how different wars measure down those two sites. But Bria is, um, he's a nice depth arm who has been a starter. He has been a reliever. He does not miss bats, but why do I like that? I don't know if I necessarily like that, but he's been successful um, in the past. I know my buddy, So Blake Ward liked Bria quite a bit, thought that he had some good growth potential and the Angels are terrible at all things baseball related. Uh, So you're betting on a guy who, you know, maybe could end up being a reliever, maybe could be a depth starter. Uh, His first year up, he was excellent as a starter as a 21 year old rookie uh, in 2018. Uh, he is a classic every other year. I just pointed this out. Uh, 123 ERA plus, and a 72, a 126, a 97, 154, and a 79 last year. So he's due.
0: In theory, we're all due for something, Jeff, in theory. Everything works in theory. Yeah, I, I mean, I really would not drudge into this too much. It's a minor league signing. He was pretty awful last year. And even in a good year, he didn't miss any bats um, and the area was fine. The FIP was
1: Cleetman is yeah. good at helping guys maybe find a little more missing bats, though. That's a
0: they can. And his average fastball velocity is about 93. Doesn't walk guys, uh, does appear to have some good off speed stuff in 2022. His off speed stuff uh, did pretty good in terms of providing run value. So, um, there are some things there they, c- they can definitely work with. And at the very least, he's a guy who might be a durable, flexible, versatile arm in AAA who can move back and forth between the pen and the and the starting rotation if they need it. And yeah, De Los Santos was the one reliever, one pitcher they signed before the lockout in twenty twenty one. And that turned out pretty good. Um he was definitely a reliever. I'll be curious to see what Cleveland does in terms of his role. But um interesting based on velocity and movement, he uh is uh compared to twenty twenty Will Crow who was a former Cleveland pick.
1: twenty twenty three
0: Pete yeah, multi-time draft who also for agent, by the way. Cleveland really wants to get in on that one again. Uh 2023, Peyton Battenfield, and 2022 Tyler Molly, who we might talk about uh in a little bit. We're gonna talk okay. about mostly today the, winter meetings stuff. So
1: one lesson uh, on Bria, but, he's uh really good at avoiding hard hit percentage. So just the last thing. Like that's the one thing that's been consistent. He does not get hit hard.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd be curious if that has any predictive value or not. It looks like he does consistently. Uh eh. 2021 that was not true he was pretty awful he was in the 25th percentile last two years much better so um yeah, at at least this is a depth arm into depth yeah. signing i wouldn't read too much into it unless cleveland really
1: future ace um, you heard it here first i'm kidding,
0: I'm kidding. Yeah, absolutely speaking of silly statements jeff i feel like it's time to you said this yesterday after we after we stopped recording um it is probably that time of year to remind people about rumors and the winter meetings okay First, I'll, I'll tell you again. This is this is my role for this. If Zach doesn't tweet it, if Mandy doesn't tweet it, if Jeff Passan doesn't tweet it, if Ken Rosenthal doesn't tweet it or write about it, or any of those people don't write about it, I'm not I'm not looking into it. Anybody else is it, suspected. Best. I mean, I know you got your John Haymans and John Roses and your Bob Nightingales and
1: and that uh, guy who's Joel got a friend Sherman's. in the organization. Uh, Everybody has
0: got a guy who claims to work in baggage and shipping and. The food service company for Cleveland that that knows a guy who flew into Hopkins there night for a meeting um, don't listen to those people those those people I would trust listening to any rumors come out there don't even listen to us we don't know anything <laughs> we're just sitting here talking about it like I don't have any I don't have any real connections to that I want I, I'm just gonna put maybe this week I'll experiment I'll just next week I'll just start tweeting out source and just put some random thing together like there was someone who tweeted yesterday it said, Sources Mets have found Jordan Montgomery interesting. Great. You know, <laughs> I think 30 teams find Jordan Montgomery interesting. You're not really breaking any news there. So so team um, is
1: interested him. in Otani. All teams yes. would like to add Otani. That is a source. Told me that every team would like to have all teams
0: him. do not want to pay Otani, but interest is is there. Yes. Um, so yeah, just be careful of rumors. And also remember this with Cleveland, too. Cleveland is almost never in rumors seriously like this whole okay so we'll talk about Shane Beaver. this whole this whole Shane Beaver thing right now um and John Rossi just wants them, to trade
1: everyone from cleveland
0: from cleveland yeah like cleveland doesn't put themselves out in rumors and if they do you know they're looking for, to leverage something and and what the old rule that everybody stands by is who does this rumor stand to benefit who who is buying like i feel like the the 30 executives in baseball now are more than smart enough not to get are, are smart enough to see through games being played through reporters and, and, and media and social media, but it's always good to float out there. if Maybe you're talking to multiple teams and you're trying to drum up some interest and say, well, you're not, cause you're not going to tell, like, let's, let's, let's just point to the Shane Bieber thing. Let's say Cleveland's talking to the Cubs, the Reds about Shane Bieber. You're not gonna tell, you know, you're not gonna be honest when you're making trades saying, Oh, well, I don't have anybody else lined up, so it's you or uh, it's you or nobody else. We're not trading them. Of course, you're gonna want interest out there. Like you're not gonna just say there's no interest, you want there to be interest. But remember who who stands to benefit from these rumors in Cleveland is almost never publicly connected, anybody, and oftentimes report I'm not saying reporters get used, but oftentimes you do see them put out stuff that they're being fed. Like they have certain contacts that they want to get information from. So they agents put stuff out there. Like, you know, just, just be aware of what you're listening to always, you know, and especially in today's social media and how Twitter X is now, just look at that profile twice before you retweet something too, because uh blue checks can be bought now and profiles can be faked and
1: yeah, well, don't buy that, anybody I mean, who's
0: also changing their profile to have fun with with
1: people. Yeah, too. it is was that the, time of year. What was the one that got a lot of people earlier this year? When uh, we won't say his name, we will give him who who likes to change. Well, there was the med,
0: first. There was a Med Rosario signing an extension, and then I can't remember what the other one was.
1: Uh, oh, wasn't it? Oh, it was Craig Council. That's what it was. It was Craig Council. It was Craig Council. It was the yeah. so yeah. T- people like to be jerks. Like there's no way around it, and they're trying to get got. Don't get got.
0: Yeah, don't get god think think twice. Have some uh, media literacy. Yeah, media literacy. And I you know, that's a good rule in general for the internet. I work in so my day job I work in uh marketing for cybersecurity. And um we have a rule with when it comes to phishing emails about using the three second rule before you click on something or scanning scanning the information and in the email address. It's a good it's a good thing to do in life, whether it's email or social media, it's a good thing to to quickly uh, scan. We've got some Shane Beaver stuff we want to talk about. Obviously there was that, the John Morose thing. We will talk about that because we'll see how many times it's going to come up at the winter meetings. Uh, we want to talk about some starting pitching depth. And we also want to get you ready for uh, rule five and draft lottery. So uh, let's come back and do that here on lockdown guardians. And then to look up what the odds are, uh, and MLB. If I don't I don't know if FanDuel's got anything going on. I'm gonna look at it real quick um, as far as the winner meetings goes. But if you are into betting on the NFL, FanDuel has got a great deal for you right now. First time brand new customers can get $150 in Still bonus best with any
1: World Series odds, league winners. World
0: series odds. Okay. Uh, with anyone, any winning money line bet gets you 150 bucks uh, if you are a new customer. It's 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you think about joining FanDuel no better time to get in on the action. Yeah. I wish they had MLB stuff right now. For you can do meetings. home runs,
1: home runs and stolen bases, but nothing for the winter. Yeah.
0: Run. I was kind of hoping for more like rumors and other silly yeah. stuff you could do. will Lotani um,
1: sign at the winter meetings. Like, you know, something like Yeah.
0: There's something like that there. But, uh, if you're not into that, or if you can't do that and you're not ready to, to go on to MLB, we'll talk about some over on, on, on rumors and, and such like that. But, uh, Let's see the Browns this week, the Money Lines plus one forty eight. That's interesting. Uh might be an ugly game with the Rams. I don't know. But if you're not into that or you don't love that uh, that money line bet, Fanduel's got a wide range of options. Obviously, there's spreads, player props, over unders, and more. Visit Fanduel.com slash lockdown to kick off the NFL season or keep it kicking. Uh FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. And remember, this is uh, next week for MLB fans. It's a good time to tune into Locked On Sports today. It is the first ever national sports 24 streaming channel on YouTube covering the top stories across the league, uh, all sports really, with local experts uh, on lockdown, plus all the national shows covering every league. So go watch our pal Sully on Locked On MLB after you're done listening to us next week. Uh, after every day of the winter meetings on Locked On Sports today on YouTube, subscribe to the first ever national sports 24- seven streaming channel. Hopefully we'll be on there talking about stuff. Hopefully Sully will be on there talking about guardian stuff. Um, all right, Jeff, how many times is Sully going to talk about on a show, um, about Shane Bieber rumors? How many, how many Shane Bieber rumors at the winter meetings over on uh,
1: So just based like on my, from our lockdown I already got hosts, one. from our lockdown host like Sean, uh, with lockdown, uh, Orioles has reached out to me tomorrow. We might have a bonus episode. Um, I promised Javi, just because he's been a good friend over the years, that I would, after this show gets done at 11 o'clock my time, I would go do a a show with him uh, just to talk Shane Bieber. So maybe, uh, yeah, you'll be asleep. because It'll be midnight (laughs) your time. But uh, if I I can get the audio and stuff, maybe I upload it as a bonus show on the weekend. If not, go check out Locked on Padres. Do some sistership promotion. But everyone wants to talk Bieber. Even with the down year, he is a, a player who everyone knows Cleveland's M.O., and uh, they have never held on to. I mean, a Jimenez Brantley. and Michael Brantley and Carlos Santana are the last three guys that they did not extract value from, right? That and two of those guys they did get a draft pick, so they don't hold on. Um, you know, they, they do not listen to Wilson Phillips, they do not hold on. Uh, for one more, it's Philip Phillips. How dare
0: you, Philip Phillips, put some respect on his name. That is an American – Ooh, I was going to say American Idol winner, but I don't know if he won American Idol. No, we don't no, have no, time no, no. for American the, Idol
1: today. The, the, the original is Wilson Phillips, the man for the '80s.
0: Oh wow, that's ironic.
1: Yes, I, I mean I don't know who Phillips is, so um, I'm this oh, we're showing our we're showing our age gap here, um, but
0: oh, I got the wrong name.
1: <laughs> oh no, it is it is
0: Philip Phillips. Hold on, okay, I'm good. I got that right. <laughs> At least the secondary one.
1: But uh, but yeah, I uh. You know they're going to keep talking, Cleveland. Listen, Cleveland is always open for business. They are always open for business, except for Jose Ramirez. Except for Jose Ramirez, they pretty much said. Although, although
0: <laughs> I did have that prepared. <laughs> that should Go have been John that.
1: Marossi. There's our there's our our betting angle. What is the odds yeah. that Morosi is going to float a Jose Ramirez trade story? All right, but um, over
0: under on Shamey Jose River. Ramirez so
1: got- for, uh, for this. Uh, here's here's the trade rumor. John Morosi is going to report that the Tigers are trading Baez for Ramirez. Uh, and he is going to claim that that is an excellent deal. That is John Morosi's trade.
0: <laughs> I think. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he pushes the Mariners one again because the Mariners traded a Eugenio Suarez, third base is open, and he was for some odd reason back in the end of the year was talking about that as a um, a, whole, uh, a wish list item for the Mariners. But okay, we've already got so Mariners Marossi writers mentioning... reach
1: out to me about how ridiculous that was. But yeah, I, there's going to be a lot. Shane Bieber is going to be a popular name because Cleveland does. Deals, but when was the last time they made a big trade at the winter meetings?
0: Well, they did make the Yanni Diaz. Huh?
1: Was Lindor? It was January. It was January. It was okay. January.
0: Uh, I mean, the biggest, the last trade that really happened for Cleveland at the winter meetings was I think they traded Sin Su Chu that year at the winter meetings. That was like the Trevor last Bauer. day. Yeah, they got Old Bauer friend. and Bri- Brian Shaw. They got Brian Shaw and Matt uh, Albert. Brian. Brian Shaw is a free agent, just saying. We should mention him. He was
1: closer um, Brian Shaw. Put some respect there. Right. He actually, there. Clos, actually had closing. a decent year for the White Sox. Yeah, he wasn't Sox. bad for and the White Sox.
0: A couple years ago, they did when they traded Edwin and Yandy Diaz, and they got Carl Santana back. That was a winter meetings deal. That deal well, did never
1: happened. I refused technically, to accept that deal.
0: Technically, that, that deal did not happen at the winter meetings because um, it happened on the plane. Because I remember Zach telling the story about him uh, being on the plane when the trade got announced and he couldn't post anything because it happened and they had to turn their cell phones off. And so technically it happened when the, they were flying back from the winter meeting. So I don't know if that counts, but I'm going to go with over under on shame Bieber rumors at the winter meetings. I'm going to go at least I'm going to go over five.
1: See, I was thinking like 10. I feel like it's just going to be, Oh wow. Okay. Because we've seen a lot of pitching move, but they're still like, what are, what do the Cardinals still probably need another starter? What do they have outfielders for days? You know, it's like, uh, you go through Atlanta wants to add another starter. They don't have okay. anything to trade. I know, but let's, but let's, let's okay. Is this
0: a John Morosi rumor or will it be a rumor rumor? Like if, again, if Jeff Passon tweets it, if Ken Rosenthal writes, No, about it's it... not
1: going to be like, you know, specific link teams, but like, it's going to be like local writers. I feel like, like, Oh, might that, especially because like, if you don't follow the guardians, you probably just know that Shane Bieber got hurt and you don't know that he was also not great. Like, you know, like a lot of teams are going to treat him. a lot of writers, right? Like this is Shane Bieber of 2020 or even Shane Bieber of 2020, you know, 2019. Like, and he hasn't really been that guy the last few years. He was okay. 2022. He's still a very good pitcher, but he wasn't, he wasn't a top 15 guy anymore. And I think we're just going to see a lot of people assuming that Cleveland has no money, which they probably don't. And then a lot of people um, just uh, going to throw him in every, why, you know, this team should trade for Shane Bieber. And, you know, and then the problem is someone writes an article like that saying, Hey, this team should trade for him. And then it goes two steps down the line again, because of media literacy and someone's like, Hey, they're saying that they're going to trade for Shane Bieber, even though the article originally said why they should trade.
0: Right. Not a, not a sourced rumor. Right. Yeah. Uh, I will say that Shane Bieber will not get traded at the winter meetings. Nope. Cleveland does not make this kind of trade there. I know the since again, the since Chu trade, I think did happen at the winter meetings, but, um, I don't think this is the kind of trade they will make at the winter meetings. This feels like more like a late December, early January, uh, type of move after the rest of the pitching market has moved and somebody misses out on their target, like a Jordan Montgomery or who knows, we'll talk about some other guys. Uh, will the guardians make any moves in Nashville? Will they sign anybody or trade for anybody? I'm going to go ahead and say they will look their rosters already at 40, 40 guys right now. So. Any addition to the major league roster will require a move, which is why we'll talk about that in the roll five preview. But um, I'm gonna say Cleveland comes home from Nashville with no new players.
1: Uh sadly, I... no
0: new, no new major league players. I'm sure they'll take someone in the minor yes. portion.
1: Yeah, we'll have some minor league guys to talk about. Yeah. You know, hey, they turned Chris Roller into something, you know, they got some cash, like they've had Did some they? success. Er- Eric Sobrowski just got a really nice write-up over at, at Fangraphs. Yeah,
0: we'll, also, we'll talk. I have him loaded for Rule 5. We'll talk about him. Yeah. Um, starting pitching depth, real quickly before we, we move on to uh, Rule 5. Since we're talking about not signing every at the winter meetings, here's some interesting options for Cleveland. I would probably, I don't know. See, I'm on the fence here. I think Cleveland hasn't signed a, a, a pitcher, a, a starting pitcher, I should say, to a major league contract since 2015 when they got Gavin Floyd, and that worked out really well for them. So. And they traded away Cal Quantrill already because they had six starters for five spots and they didn't want to pay his contract. And um, if they trade Shane Bieber, obviously they'll probably need somebody. Maybe if they do end up trading him, they'll have someone, I don't know, I guess signing. I, I'd be very surprised if they signed someone to a major league deal, as far as the starting pitcher is concerned. Although, you know, I'd be very interested in, in signing Brandon Woodruff, who's having salt shoulder surgery. that's going to take a, a pillow contract where you've got to pay him in 2024 to rehab and not be available. And then in 2025, you're hoping that this serious shoulder surgery, he recovers from it, but a lot of talent there. It's an interesting. Gamble Tyler Malley, probably the same thing. um Those are the only two I And mean, Jack Flaherty. If they're really looking to rehab somebody, but he's going to get a
1: major Frankie montis would be the other guy.
0: He, see, I think he's going to get a major league deal too. So I don't know about that. So I have Dakota Hudson, Spencer Turnbull, Carlos Carrasco, and Kobe Allard. Now, Kobe Allard, I wouldn't really be too hyped about because he's been awful. It's more of a first-round pedigree with him, and if Cleveland sees something, they can help. But he's been terrible. He just has the first-round pedigree. But, you know, a uh, Spencer Turnbull, Carlos Carrasco, minor league signing would be interesting because obviously bring Cookie home. I really like Spencer Turnbull. I'll have a see-through, no-hitter a couple of years ago. Um, I like his stuff. I, I like would like Turnbull. to see
1: Back to his Alabama yeah. days, so and yeah, he's most famous for that no hitter. But he was actually pretty solidly an underrated pitcher, uh, even before that. Like he was a solid, steady mid-rotation starter on just terrible teams, so he got missed.
0: Do you think that it's possible to give it a minor league deal at this point?
1: I mean, so I mean, why the, not try? Like, good. yeah, because here is the one thing: Cleveland's superpower is helping pitchers, right? So there is a world where a player. Listen, they're always going to accept a major league deal, but Cleveland's minor league deal, in some respects, might be more enticing than a major league deal from like Kansas City. Like, which one is likely to lead to more money down the road? Cleveland,
0: or I mean, it, even if they don't have the space for him, like let's say you get Spencer Turnbull and maybe you don't find a spot for him because you still have Beaver and McKenzie, and for some somehow they're healthy and Turnbull's doing great in AAA. Guess what? They're going to trade you to a spot where yeah, and they,
1: and they never do those guys dirty.
0: No. No, they are very good about about those kind of opportunities. So, I would, I turnbull and Carrasco are the two guys I like in terms of minor league deals. If, if that's possible, I think for sure Carrasco is only getting a minor league deal. But yeah. hey, if he's going to accept one from somebody, it might as well be Cleveland and see if he can come back and and help out. He always said he wanted to finish his career here. I don't. I know someone's probably going to say, "What about Kluber? Kluber was not good last year either." And I just don't think that there's a reason to go and there. But you know,
1: Kluber at, they, at least he, got tried in that relief role, and he just didn't have anything left. Carrasco I don't think really got tried. I could be wrong here. Go ahead and let me know in the no. comments if I if I butchered that but no. and he's cookie. I don't know. I just have a little bit more of a place in my heart for cookie. Um I love Kluber as well. He's great. He's a top 5 pitcher of my life in Cleveland. All those people who talk about him being a choker can just log off this video right now.
0: Everybody who says that did not watch the first two rounds of 2016 playoffs and didn't watch the first two starts. Of the World Series. All right. Keep watching or listening, I guess, to Lockdown Guardians. We've got uh, Rule 5 and Draft Lottery coming up here. Preview for the winter meetings that are coming up next week. We'll have it all covered here on Lockdown Guardians. All right. Let's start with Rule 5 very quickly. So, the Rule 5 draft is December 6th. I don't know. Do we we need to run through the Rule Five draft? It's anybody who's not on the forty-man roster, who um, has had six years. I'm sorry, five years, in this in one minor league system since they've been drafted. If you're a high school player, it's four. If you're a college player or you're over the age of nineteen, or eighteen, I should say, um, and you get ninety days to keep that guy on your roster. You got to offer him back to their team. Teams also do have that. There is a minor league portion of the Rule Five draft that is very secretive, for some reason. Yeah. Um, the teams can protect an additional 30 players from that, um, and anybody that's basically anybody who hasn't reached Double A. That's why
1: you see tomorrow. guys getting moved right now, like up to Triple A, because they would right. be, if they're still in Double A, they would qualify. So if you're seeing like why there's the season isn't happening, why are guys being moved in the minors? That's why.
0: Yeah. Um, so we'll you know we'll keep an eye on the minor league rule, rule five draft. That, those things are weird, but uh, here's a list of guys I put together that I think are potential losses for Cleveland. Uh, Brian Lavastida catching. Never know with him. He did, was on the forty roster a couple years ago. He's actually playing winter ball right now. Had a couple good days here. Tanner Burns has been on a couple lists.
1: Uh, I don't get it, too. but maybe I don't see either. Something but I don't see.
0: I think I think it's just the first round pedigree thing. I think people see this is a former first round town from from an SEC school with success. Maybe there's something they can do. But if Cleveland can't do it, I don't know who else can. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, it again. These are low risk moves. Like you take a guy like that. and If it works out. Boom. You got a gym. I mean, we it, saw
1: Kyle, not, no knocking Kyle Dowdy, who I thought was a really great interview and stuff like that. But we saw him get selected just because he gained a bunch of velocity. When he came to Cleveland and then didn't, I don't know if he ever pitched in the bigs.
0: Yeah. He got a little time with Texas. I think Nick Enright, who was picked last year, he beat cancer. He's back out five eligible. After coming back to Cleveland, there's Ethan Hankins, who's a former first round pick who hasn't been above high. A. we talked about him. Um, There is Eric Sebrowski. I wrote down Ethan, Eric Sebrowski, uh who Cleveland actually took from San Diego in a in the minor league rule five draft a couple of years ago, who had an interesting AFL, and we saw some interesting uh a write-up on fangraphs from him that yeah um had some interesting him. And then infielder Diane Freas, who's got a lot of fans in the organization and, and um among prospect people who you know might be able to play three positions as a switch hitter as not strike out, can lift the ball I feel bit, like but... he's
1: the most likely guy to be selected, weirdly, just because of of uh, yeah, how many fans maybe. he has. It's just he has the most fans.
0: Maybe. I think it's either if it's not him, then to me, it's either Lava Stita or Burns because Burns just seems to get. Yeah, really I hyped. guess
1: it's probably I would actually say Burns than him. But yeah, those are the
0: two. Um, very quickly. Here's some we just put together a quick list of rule five guys. R.J. Dabovich, who's a right handed pitcher from San Francisco, uh, who throws up to now, 100. Justin Just two from, potential
1: plus plus pitches from talking. Yeah. To
0: Justin Slayton is a guy who's got a high fastball as well And, and has a decent amount of command he struggling Triple A last year Shane Drohan's an athletic left-handed pitcher From the Boston system Kind of a former top-ten prospect for them Really good changeup. up um, Struggled last year quite a bit I like him And then, uh, you know, Jeff, you wanted to put Asa Lacey on here Who's a former Cleveland draft pick Who He didn't pitch at all last awful. year
1: Like yeah. I mean, he's just kind of completely uh, He was a fourth overall pick and he's had 80 innings. He's dealt with health issues, but he's been in the Kansas City. Who can't develop at all? Look at all of those pitchers. They have nothing to show for any of them. So maybe you can find something there. If, if he's, he's still hurt, apparently, you can also stash him. It gives you an ability to kind of play around a bit.
0: Yeah. Well, let's also note again, though, Cleveland doesn't have a 40 man spot yeah. open. So if they're going to take anybody, they have to remove somebody from the 40 man roster. Maybe it'll be Alfonso Rivas. Finally, I don't know, but. As of right now, Cleveland cannot participate in the Rule 5 draft, not the major league portion. They could participate
1: they in the won.
0: minor league portion. And, I'm yeah, I'm almost guaranteeing they'll take a pitcher or a catcher of some sort because they always seem to do that. So um, we'll see what they do there. But right now they cannot participate. So if they do, I think if they do clear a spot, it's likely going to be for a pitcher, maybe a depth arm. Um, I I would say an outfielder, but there's just no outfielders out there. I know a couple commenters are talking about Hudson Haskin. He's just not a Guardians-type guy, and the tools have not really played out on the field for him yet, and Cleveland's not going to take that risk. He doesn't fit their profile, and a um, guy who's going to have a hard time sticking to the major league level anyway right now. All right, everybody's favorite thing in Cleveland, the draft. Uh, the draft lottery is December 5th. That's actually going to be televised at night on OB Network if anybody gets that. I don't even get that anymore, and i I got to say, how much I used to love them, MLB Network, how much I love
1: baseball, I haven't really missed it. So, uh, I'll be I'll, I'll try to tune into this though. You gotta be able to watch on the app, right? That's how I'm planning to try to catch it. Yeah, I don't know. Things. So, the draft
0: lottery will be aired live December 5th at night and uh, from the winter meetings. Cleveland's current dra- odds right now have them picking eighth. Um, yes, in terms, but of it is
1: that. it is a weird eight. Uh, so they're eight, even though they have the ninth worst record, because uh, the nationals can only pick as high as 10th. That's the highest they can pick because they can't pick in the top 10 two years in a row with the new rules. Now Cleveland is eight. The New York Mets are seven. Unless the Mets move into the top six, they have to fall back 10 spots because of where they were in the luxury tax. Same deal with the Padres, same deal with the Yankees. All three of those teams, unless they move top six, will fall back 10 spots. So Cleveland could not win the lottery and still move up. Um, Mm -hmm. Last year, the Twins were supposed to pick 13th and they moved up to fifth and got Walker Jenkins, who many considered to be a top four player in the draft um, due to just the way things fell on draft night. Uh, You know, it worked out well, really well for the twins. So yeah, Cleveland's got a chance. Their uh, their chance of picking number one is 2%, but the top six picks are in play. So it's, no one has listed that I have found, you know, please link below if you have this information, like, what are their odds are at second? What are their odds at third, fourth, fifth, or sixth? Cause I feel like that might be more, but Cleveland is, and here's the only thing. They have the same record as the pirates. They're this close to being just a little bit higher. Uh, but yeah, they, they have, it's going to be the first time with top 10 picks since Clint Frazier. So it's an important pick. It's the worst pick of the Tito run. Unfortunately, his final year gets him here. Uh, it's an interesting draft quickly. Um, I'm going to, we're going to throw some names. One of the names that we didn't have the original list, I at least have to mention Carson Benge, whose brother Garrett Benge is retired now, but was drafted by the Guardians in 2022. So this fits with the they-know-the-family-and-my-younger-brother theory. So Carson Benj, he missed uh, Tommy John, kind of a pop-up guy. Travis Banzani is, to me, the top guy. An Australian, great data infielder, but really good, like, I think he has plus power potential. JJ Weatherholt hit uh, like 400 as a shortstop is you know a great hit tool. Nick Kurtz, you've talked about on the show. I'm going to be quiet now. Just watch on YouTube. Who do we like in the top 10? I think the guardians
0: are going to get a top 10 pick. It just depends on where they fall in the 10. Um, Nick Kurtz. I like Nick Kurtz. I also like Nick Kurtz. And I think Nick Kurtz would be, a great addition to the organization too. So uh, that does our show today. Thank you. Uh-
1: <laughs> I, uh, you know, and, and here, I'll do my little plug right now. Um, MLB draft It's where I do my like personal draft writing. I have my way too early mock from November. I'll probably do a personal mock. Some point next week, uh, a video one that may not be here. It might be on my personal stuff just so there's space and time to do 30 picks. Cause that's hard to do in one episode. But uh, that'll come together, and we'll get that. uh, I will get that figured out. But if you want more information on all of these guys, I'm I'm just like on here. I I have no breath. It's all wide, so you can go to. uh, I can also drop the link in the comments below. But you can go find information on a lot of these top prospects there for free.
0: For free. Uh, All right. So next week, here's our schedule. We got. We're going to obviously talk about the winter meetings every day next week. We'll uh, you know recover any rumors the Guardians are mentioning, or if they're actual rumors, quote unquote. Uh, we'll have a show on the Rule Five Draft. See if Cleveland loses or gains anybody. We'll talk about the minor league stuff, and we'll obviously have a really fun show. I know Jeff's excited to talk about draft stuff tonight of the uh, the draft lottery show. It'll be out there, and then don't forget Friday, tomorrow or not? Yeah, tomorrow. Sorry, today's already Thursday. Friday is our mailbag show. So if you haven't got any questions in yet, uh, hit us with your yeah. questions either on a <laughs> YouTube comment or over on Twitter somewhere, or let us know if you need another way to reach out to us. We'll. <clears throat> figure that out yeah. if we have to but uh mailbag friday if with any questions you got there and we'll of course have you know uh more positional preview reviews and uh let's make a deal with twin other teams in the league so stay tuned for a lot of good stuff
1: and remember to go subscribe 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 and go go guardians go go subscribe